How's it going, everyone? Um, Luke and Phil are back here. We took a little bit of a hiatus last week. Uh, we got pretty busy with our uh, our other jobs, even though you know we just kind of do this as a hobby, but still, it's a lot of work. Um, and uh, today we kind of got uh, a viewer that we decided, hey, we're going to start, you know, maybe answering some questions and seeing if, if people's suggestions, um, you know, we could cover. And so we have a, a an avid listener. She goes by the name of Fergs. So if you know her, you know her. If you don't, you don't. Um, and she said we can name drop her using that name. So that's what we're going to do. But she kind of connected with one of our, our previous uh, kind of dating episodes where we kind of go into like the conservative values we have within dating. Um, so uh, we're just kind of kind of answer her questions and see if we can, and you know, enlighten her and the things that she wanted to hear us talk about. So Luke, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. You know, it's pretty warm in here. Uh, our roommate, you know, Japheth, he took our AC from in this room and took it up into his room. So our podcast room is a little warm. But other than that, doing great. Doing great. Uh, been fantasy drafting all day. Uh, it's been stressful. I've been some Billy Bean moves out here. Uh, just dealing. Um, but other than that, it's going good. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to hop on this first question here. Because the okay. uh, first question we got from Fergs is, how do you feel... Now, this is in relation to our OnlyFans episode and how we talked about, you know, how we're definitely against OnlyFans and how we don't think that people should support the company and all that. And obviously, based on the news, we'll kind of tie this into that. But um, her question was, how do you feel about couples doing boudoir photos and just kind of, um, is that different to you than doing OnlyFans or how do you feel about that? Yeah, I mean, I, again, I, I don't know much about it. I do have a coworker who, who actually does like makeup and photography for boudoir shoots um that's just just seeing what she posts on her facebook or whatever is kind of all i see but um essentially what it is is you kind of you're taking pictures for us usually someone else in a relationship and it's usually just for that person it's kind of like a gift type of thing um and for those of you, maybe maybe some of our listeners know more about it than I do. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm I'm pretty certain that's pretty much the gist of it. Again, a lot of the like women who do boudoir shoots because it's 99% of the time it is women. That's... Well, like who wants to see a guy dressed kind of scantily? Like exactly. that's not exactly. It's in like lingerie and stuff. Yeah. So women aren't turned on by the same things men are, and so that's not a big thing where like they want to see us 99% naked. Exactly. It's not how women are wired. <laughs> exactly. So. um most of the time it's it's a woman taking all these you know scantily clad pictures as a gift or you know here this is a valentine's day card or whatever with these pictures or whatever you you can have these for later on um but sometimes they uh the, what for later on <laughs> we all know what i mean anyways sometimes they uh will use them for like dating profiles and stuff too like i'm sure you've seen girls on dating apps sometimes that are in like that you're like, wow, this looks like a professional shot. And they're always kind of odd, like the way that they, they're not like, okay, I'm in a mirror. It's usually like a very well done production and a lot of makeup and a lot of like effort into the actual outfit and the actual environment that the picture is taken, whether that's in like a bedroom or like I've seen them in like forests and stuff, like just crazy stuff. Um, so anyways, uh, I don't think that's even in the same vein because most of the time the intention is to give it to the one person that you are dating or married to or engaged to or whatever. Um, and then also like using them for 
um, like dating profiles and stuff like that or just to have pictures for maybe in the future when you have someone. Still don't think it's really in the same vein, mostly also because you're not usually nude. Um, I, I don't really think you're ever nude in a quote-unquote boudoir shoot because the whole point of it is to kind of like dress up and stuff. Um, but it, it's not in the same vein because the whole point of it is is kind of like the gift-giving side of it. So OnlyFans, that has an extremely clear motive, which is sell pictures of yourself. And again, OnlyFans doesn't have to be nude pictures or sexual acts online. Let's be honest, that's what it's used for. Boudoir shoots, different. You know, giving them back and forth between a couple, it's, it, I think, for some couples, I'm not into it, it could be an intimate thing. Yeah, I think it goes to the old saying, almost only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. If you're almost naked, you're still not naked. And so, uh, <laughs> it's very, I mean, fair. So I feel like it's a big difference to me. Like, I mean, do I like the idea of like you, people using it on dating sites and stuff? No. If I saw a girl that like that was her dating profile, I'd probably swipe left. Like that'd be like, that's a no go for me. We're probably not going to line up on a lot of things. If you're willing to post that for anybody to see. Mm -hmm. But as far as like sending it to one person, like, I mean, I don't think any guy is going to complain if their girl went out and did it and was like, Hey, Here's these pictures I took, and I'm, I'd be like, sick. Sweet. Yeah. Thanks. You know, like if Put I was dating someone. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, as far as that goes, sorry, Mom. Um, <laughs> <laughs> as far as that goes, I don't think that it's on the same level at all. Um, but when it comes to, like, as you t kind of talked on, OnlyFans, and um, we'll get into that a little bit because, obviously, they've been in the news lately with their whole shift from nudity to, you know, that's going to be banned. Not nudity. Sexual acts is going to be banned. Um, on OnlyFans, so what do you think of all that, and how did you perceive that news and what they said? Well, I think it's again. I don't use OnlyFans. I'm not a I'm not a, a user or a subscriber, but I, I I find it funny. I find it funny because the things that you and I both care about with like in regards to OnlyFans and like you know thinking that it's kind of inappropriate and we don't support it of course we support your right to do it you can do whatever you want but of course those girls like it's like okay well if you were actually making your money doing the sexual acts and they're not banning the naked pictures like you could still post pictures but there were all kinds of other i mean it's porn it's porn it's porn well, on only fans yeah. and you would subscribe to a person and you could watch videos of them do stuff Exactly. So that's if if that's how a girl got famous, I'm like, sucks. You know what? It was gonna run out. It was gonna run out. You were gonna hit a timeline where okay, you are not the hot thing anymore. It just happened to get up, show up a little bit closer. Good luck. Go find a real job. Now you have pictures of yourself and and nude videos of yourself all over the internet. Good luck. So here's my question: Do you think that the people that did OnlyFans thinking you know? Yes, it had a timeline, but you know, if a girl starts and she's 18 years old, I don't, is it just like normally you have to be just an adult and you can do an OnlyFans or is it 21? I don't know. I would assume. Let's, let's just use 18, for example. You're going to be able to sell pictures till you're, if you're hot, till you're probably at least like 30. Like that, you probably have a 12 year window. You won't be the top but tier. By, yeah, by, by the time you're 30, you're getting way less money. Yeah. So by the time, like, let's say 18 to 25, you're going to be top tier. Yeah. So you had seven years of top tier income. And now that's now that's turned into like a year. Mm -hmm. Do you think that those people are going to be like, 
well, it wasn't worth it to do it for one year and make that money. Like, do you think it makes a huge difference in that mindset? <laughs> All right. I mean, this is going to be this is going to be a- absolute opinion here because I don't know. But I would say they they think it will be worth it. They think it will be worth it until their money runs dry. And 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 again, this is for the very very select few that actually made a lot of money on it, right? And and there there are quite a bit of girls out there that did. You look at, I mean, there's a, there's an entire a trade on it like literally there are stocks based on revenue brought in by OnlyFans. It's, yeah. it's crazy but um i think those girls who were who were in that vein and were making so much money they're they're gonna find something else to do to where in that in that field you know whether that be a model whether that be you know you can make so much money just on instagram even if you're just in a bikini you know i would say that also a lot of those girls most of the big big money girls were famous before OnlyFans for something else. Yeah. So like Instagram models that switched to OnlyFans because they're like, mm-hmm. wow, I can make a ton of money doing this. Or like, wasn't there a rapper that did it? I think there was some rapper. A lot of a lot of like Twitch streamers and stuff have done it too. Yeah. And so like things like that where it's like, I was already famous. I could. This was a quick buck. And you're probably right. They probably won't regret it. But like, I wish they would. Like I wish you'd just like wake up and be like, how did I value myself so little? Yeah, no, but I again, I agree. I I wish that was the case, but I don't think that's what's going to happen. Yeah, that's not the America we live in these days. It's not, and, and it's and it comes back to the value thing of like the value of people in our generation. You know, I think there is a good portion of of especially men grasping onto that. Like, oh, wow, we need to like get back to our roots a little bit because yeah. I think I think a lot of guys are kind of they they're missing that piece in life of like. Like being the provider and ma- and making sure that you know you're bringing in a girl who you can bring home to mom. And I mean, would you bring home an OnlyFans girl to mom? I wouldn't bring an OnlyFans girl home to myself, but alone to my mother. There so. you go. So I think that uh, there is a little bit of a shift, but we haven't seen it on the female side of things. Yeah. Um, I say we get into our next question because I feel like we're kind of diving into the same stuff that we got into last time. Yeah. So we'll, let's get into Fergus's next question here. Um, okay, so I guess on the feminism side of things, um, you and I both consider each our, ourselves feminists to the definition of what feminism is originally. The original are, men and women are equal. Correct. That is, that and, is what sh- it means. and should have equal opportunity, and should have uh, and, and and doesn't necessarily mean equal outcome. I think that's very important to point out. If you have equal opportunity, that does not mean you should have equal outcome. There's a difference between equality and equity. When you when you hear so many people nowadays who are pushing towards equity of people, that means that everyone at the end of the day is equal as in like they get the exact same outcome. That is impossible in any society without having absolute authoritarian bullshit. In, in regards to equality, that's what I do believe in. And I assume you're the same way. Yeah. And I also, I think it needs to be pointed out that equality doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, everything's going to be the same. I think that kind of goes with what you're saying. But in regards to men and women have different qualities. And so, like, there are things that men are going to do and men are going to be better at forever. And there are things that women are going to do and women are going to be better at forever. And Whether it's you like never it going to change. Like, you're never going to have the fastest person on earth be a woman. I'm sorry. It's not, I mean, unless... Now we get into some transgender stuff and all that. <laughs> all right. But the f- fastest person in the world will never be born female. And that's not a knock. It's not anything else. The fastest women in the world are still faster than 95, 99% of, 99% of men. 
Mm-hmm. But they're not faster than the 1% that's the fastest. And that's just how we are built, how we are genetically laid up. Yeah. And so, and there's things that women are better at than men. Okay, you're just covering just the athletics. Yeah, side I just right? covered athletics. Yeah. There are things that women are better at than men. 100%. I, women will always be better at making emotional decisions. They'll always be better at anything basically evol- involving emotions. Men are worthless. And that's why we need women to make those decisions for us and yes. to do things like that. To get us off the couch and actually like do something with our lives. Yeah, because literally if there weren't women, dude, well, I'd, I'd just be like, I'm just going to sit here all day. I don't care. Exactly. I don't need anything. Exactly. So anyway, back to Ferg's question. Her question is, so when we were talking about um, bringing a girl out and paying for the date or whatever, what is your opinion on a girl covering the check? Or so, so way she phrased it is she, she agrees with our, our outlook of like, okay, the man should cover it. That, that, that is the, 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 you know, way that chivalry has always been. Yeah. And so she agrees with that, but she thinks that there's a societal pressure on girls nowadays and women to um, at least offer and to also pay 50-50. And it's, and it's her outlook on feminism because she thinks I, – I, I'm not sure this is her, like, her stance on feminism. I know she probably has the same – similar beliefs as us, but she thinks that it should be 50-50. And she thinks that there's a pressure that it, it should be all the time that she thinks if she doesn't offer – she doesn't try to pay the check, then she'll be looked down upon by real feminists or or the fake BS feminists we have to deal with, or men who call themselves feminists, a modern feminist, not the type that we are. Well, I would say that for as far as a fake feminism, I think that they want the best of both worlds. So I don't think that they would be mad at you for letting the men pay. They'd be like, oh, men ain't shit. Make him buy that meal anyways. And so you get, you get a lot of praise for that. Um, as far as like men who are feminists and like, you know, the modern day feminists, like, oh, you know, yeah, they're probably going to be like, okay, like, because that guy wants a girl that's going to control him. It has nothing to do with he wants half of your money. It has nothing to do with that. He wants to be, and we we did come up with the term, he wants to be a Zeta. Beta's not far enough down the alphabet and Omega's way too cool, so we can't pick the last letter. But Zeta is our replacement for someone that just wants the girl to be in charge, doesn't want anything to do with, you know being a decent man, being in charge of a relationship, and mm-hmm. taking control of his own life. Mm-hmm. Um, so guys like that, they want the girl to pay because they want to have no control. Um, as far as, like, I would say guys like us, I love... Would you say that they want the girl to pay or they're just fine with it? They couldn't care less. They, Could... I, no, I think they want the girl to be at least half. Okay. Because they want somebody that will take charge. So if the girl has to at least has to offer to pay. Okay. She doesn't necessarily have to pay... But she wants to be the one that takes control, and if she offers, he's going to let them because he is who he is. That's fair. Um, but I would say, speaking from my experience, I like when a girl tells me she wants to pay. I have no imp- no expectation of ever letting her pay, but just like I would say, like first date, like first date, if she's like, "Hey, you know, like, do you want to split it? Do you want me to give you some money?" I'm like, "No, I don't want any of your money." But it is kind of just like a respecting where it's like, okay, like obviously she's got her own money. She's got her own, like Mm -hmm. she's responsible for herself is basically the only thing I get out of it. It's not that I expect you to pay for anything. It's not that I care whether you have money, but you take responsibility for your own actions. You're like, Hey, I'm going to show up. I'm going to put my effort into this relationship. And the way you can kind of show that from the beginning is being willing to, you know, pitch in half of the meal. Um, yeah. And, but any guy worth his salt will be like, thanks. That's a great offer. No, no, put your money away. It's not good here. 
Yeah, I, I kind of agree with you. I, I don't, I think on a first date, I'd be indifferent if she said, can I, or asked if I can pay, you know. It's, um, I should also point out, it's not a need for me. Like, if you didn't say that, I wouldn't be like, oh, that's a negative. Yeah. It's a positive if you do it, and to me, I'm indifferent if you don't. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, to me, either way, I'm indifferent. If she offered, I'd be like, nah, it's chill. Like, I had a good time. Yeah. Unless I didn't have a good time. That's very possible. Would you let her pay if you didn't have a good time? Um, I mean, it, it depends on how bad. It, I would always pay. I would always be the first one to pay. If she offered and it was like, we obviously absolutely hated each other's guts, it'd be like, yeah, let's just split it and head out of here. You know, we'll just, I'll see you never, you know. Um, but I think for me down the road, seeing like the the effort level that you're talking about and like, okay, she's actually going to put in effort. I see that in different ways. I think there's, there's for me, there's different ways to actually see that effort be given other than the money. Um, oh, I totally agree. I just think literally on that first date, that's a strong sign that this girl is going to put in effort. It's like more like just like this green flag of oh this girl is definitely down to put an effort for a relationship with me okay um it's not obviously the only way that i want to i don't like if i date a girl i hardly ever want her to pay for anything if with my current financial situation i would never want a girl to pay for anything i'd be yeah. like you know no well, mostly because i usually go after younger girls so they're probably in college so i'd be like it's <laughs> fair I, I feel like an asshole making you pay for stuff when i have a full-time job and you're in college but yeah yeah um so, okay, what so let's change gears here a little bit. What uh what what other ways would you say early on? Well, we'll here we'll go through it. Cuz I'm actually curious. And I had no idea we would talk about this, but I think it, I think I'm just interested. Early on, other than the other than on the side of money. Let's forget money through all these through yeah. all this. What would make you realize that she's willing to put an effort off the bat? Like like date like before date 1 through date 2. That t- that small time period. Um, I would say before date one, it, I'm a lot different on this than I used to be because it used to be like how fast you respond, how you like text me back and stuff. And then like my last couple of years of like my grad degree, I was busy. I was busy all the time and I was not on my phone mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, like I understand how you could just sit there and you could not text someone back for four hours. Because I would want to, like, that was how I wanted to do it. I wanted to do a good job with what I was doing. Yeah. And I'd be like, all right, I'm involved in what I'm doing. Take pride. Now it's kind of different because I work from home and literally work from my cell phone. So yeah. in like two seconds, I'd probably reply to you anyways mm-hmm. because everything I do goes through there. But um, I would say the way you respond still is very important. Are you responding with stuff that like you're coming back with stuff, asking me questions about me? Yes. Um, totally. That's a big agree. thing. Totally agree. I've yeah. been in that boat where it's like, how was your day? It was good. It, What'd you do? Exactly. I, I did exactly. this, this, and this. And, and sh- it, the, the, it, it couldn't even, it, it could even be like the responses are great that I'm getting from her, but I'm asking every question. It's like, I've, I, I don't know what it is, but I've been in that boat where it's like multiple girls I've dated early on, um, have been very involved, but never reciprocate a, even a simple question to where it's just like, I never talk about what's going on in my life. And then later on down the road, it ends up being like, well, maybe I should have noticed the selfishness here. Because it happens. And I know guys do it too. Like that, that is a complete two-way street. Yeah, yeah. Guys are the exact same way. I think I think people in this generation are generally selfish, selfish. And I don't think that a lot of people that do it even realize it. Because I would say, obviously, those girls that, you, that you're talking about, um, obviously, they were into you. Like they, you mm-hmm. dated, they were... At some point, 
extremely into you. The idea of being with you long term was their life goal. So obviously, like in their head, they weren't like, oh, I'm just like kind of blowing this guy off. But it never processed for them to care enough to show you, like, I'm interested in your life too. And I think that that's just common because of our, the way that people in our generation are raised. And I will talk, like, I will touch on right now that me and you both had great parents. Mm-hmm. We both had um, people that really showed us, like, this is how you value yourself and this is how you should value others. And there's a mix of that. And I don't think that that's super, super common. It's a lot more common around here because the Midwest and everything else. But when you get into coastal and you get into everything else, I know that you're from the coast, so that's kind of a weird point. But I do notice like people that I meet from not the Midwest, it is definitely different to where it's like, okay, like they value themselves more, which is fine. You do have to value yourself on some level. Yeah. But you're never going to really connect with somebody if you don't also care about their situation. Yeah, I agree. I think it, it's uh, it's it's kind of the typical ignorance is bliss, you know, in, in the way of like, well, I'm, I'm satisfied with, with my life. You know, I, I'm, I'm talking as in I'm someone who is selfish in that way. Yeah. Like I'm satisfied with my life. Um, my entire life, I've gotten what I, what I want and it's been very easy. I think the big difference is for people who, who it, not necessarily like, okay, people from the Midwest, I would say it's people who have had, um, life has been harder to come by. They appreciate, um, you know, getting to learn some about someone or be able to be less selfish because they have been raised that way. It's been people that, you know, like me from the coast, I had a pretty difficult, like difficult in the way of like hard work yeah. style childhood that like, I understand when someone else is that way. And I understand like the value of being able to learn about someone else. And I think that's kind of what it is. I, I grew up so non-selfish. My whole life had to be based on like, okay, you got to make sure you're a part of a team. You got to make sure you're a part of a, a good relationship, a good friendship, a good, you know, sibling relationship, etc. So, yeah, no, I agree with that. And I think part of the reason that I would probably experience it coast to Midwest is you don't usually come like multiple, multiple states away unless you come from money. You come from, you know, yeah. pretty easy scenarios. Uh, like you said, obviously, you had to work a lot growing up. So you kind of had it differently than a lot of people that make that trek. But, um, I guess that I would just... Do you want me to go back into more things that are showing effort? Because I feel yeah, like... Yeah, okay, so we covered we covered early on. Now now you're, you know, in into the beginning stage, like the, 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 the meat of it, the meat of a serious, you know, you're getting into a long-term relationship, then what's important to you? I feel like investing in things that I think are important. So, like, uh, I'm a big into family. So, you know, if I was dating a girl, let's say for six months and she's like, hey, you know, like, let's go to your parents' house this weekend or let's, you know, let's go do something with your family mm-hmm. or like, you know, like, hey, how'd you do at work today? You know, how did, did you make that sale? Did you do this? Did you do that? Just girls that are generally interested in my, like, not necessarily just like, how was your day asking questions about me, but like in things that I'm extremely invested in in my life that they really like push me in those regards and really kind of, uh... I can't think of the word I'm trying to think of right support. now. Support. Support. Encourage. Okay. Encourage me in those endeavors. Uh, I think that would be a big thing for me. What do you have yeah. in that regard? Um, say, I think touching on family is probably number one for me because I, I think at that point, you know, when you're in the first few months, you really start to learn about the other person's family. And I think that um, for people like us who are, are, we try to work on being that better person. And again, 
I think we should always stress we're not perfect. Like we're not coming at we're not we're not coming at our podcast to say like, hey, follow in our lead because we have screwed up plenty yeah. and we are not perfect people. But if you spend time with me, I will literally roast myself more often than I'll roast you. Exactly. And I think and I'm the same way. And I think that one one angle that we do like to come from though is the fact that you know, you should always be working on yourself. And I think that is also really important. You showing showing that not only like a, a lot of a lot of girls I've dated have either come from a rocky family, you know, something that's not as 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 put together as mine or yours were. And um, I don't know. If, I don't know if we call mine put together. Fair enough. You, you, what I mean though is that you had that you had you were I stable. still had the value system. Yeah, and you and it was stable most of your life. Yeah. So I've I've dated girls who weren't that way, and it ended up being it, I saw it come out much later. It, it, the the values that were instilled, you know, in us were there from day one, and it wasn't there. And and I think that building with the family and being able to understand like okay, values based on what you've learned. You can really clue in there a little bit early on and see, okay, are they really? Do they really believe these things that they they say or they agree that or are happy that we believe in? And do they believe the same things? And do they live by the same things? Or do they? Are they just happy that you are? I think that's kind of big, and it's something that, again, I'm not very good at picking up on, but I've been been able to look back and go, that's something that you should really focus on. Yeah, I'd say you probably just struck the demise of about 95% of relationships between um, people with values and people that are kind of like on the fence about it. Because I think the people on the fence about values um, and like, so you have you have your one side of, you know, values where it's like, I'll go on OnlyFans, I don't care, independent, completely, <laughs> completely don't give a crap about values. Fair. You have people that I would... Compared to us, and I'm not saying we have perfect values because we don't always hold up to our own standards. Like that, once again, should be touched on. But our standards of values are high, Mm -hmm. even if we don't always live up to those. And then you have people that are kind of in between that. And I think that when, especially girls, because they're more moldable than guys, but guys also, too, fall into this category. When you're immature, you go for the people with no values. So that's why a lot of times, you know, young girls, younger girls early in college are really attracted to the the bad boy, the, you know, doesn't Older. give a crap about you, yeah. uh, doesn't have values. But then you go into that stage where you're like, all right, I can see myself getting married and transitioning. Well, then they try to come back to this, you know, I, the strong value side, and they don't necessarily completely hold your values. And if you're somebody that's had those high values forever, you need to be careful about protecting your values because they're not as important to the person that you're with as they are to you. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what you touched on to where, you know, like, yeah, let's just say family's a big thing to you. And family could, like, while you're with them, family could be a big thing to them. But, you know, it's not something that if you don't hold them accountable for it, that they're going to do themselves. And that's a big deal because it really shows where they're going to put their values in their own life. And especially, like, going forward, when you're going to come and you're going to be married to someone... And, you know, you know, it's not going to be the same as when you're dating for six months and they're like, oh, like, you know, let's do everything you want to do because I really like you and I, you know, you're a good guy and I haven't dated very many good guys to where you get to the middle and you're like, you're married. And she's like, yeah, you know, family's not that important to me. I just, I'd rather focus on my career. Or I'd rather do this and I'd rather do that. Yeah. And you run into a lot of issues going forward if you don't actually line up on values and it's just like, I'm kind of just adjusting to you or I'm, or I'm adjusting to you. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. 
the the one thing though that I I think that's different with girls and guys, and I think they both have their negatives. The like you said, there's the there's the like I don't give a crap about you, dude. I, that, I didn't really touch on that because I was using the woman as the example. But I know. But what I'm saying is that is that is if not more pro- just as prominent, if not more prominent than the girl who who doesn't have the values like I'm. I'm it gonna is do my own not thing. close. There is way more men than women in that category. I don't think it's close. I think that what happens is there's a I lot. Know, I think I there's think... a lot more girls in the middle. I really do, and they just they fall in the trap of this, but they really don't want to be there. I think I, that guys think... want to be in the no values way more often than girls want. I, I agree. Be. I agree that there there isn't the societal because like there is a much bigger societal pressure on girls to not be you know not be slutty, not be etc. Yeah. Than there is dudes because. You know it, that that in society is something that's very prominent of just like oh like how many dudes or how many girls have you slept with like you know that's that's you know common like that's it's it's humor it's it's in everything it's in culture but I wouldn't necessarily say that it's men are way way more of that because I think when you look at like how many girls have been with guys and guys that have been with girls girls get around much more than guys and in my opinion that that falls into the category of having very little values. I would disagree with that statement. How? Why? We're just on opposite sides because I think there's way more guys that have gotten with more girls. And guys are also wired. We are physically wired to be like that. Like it is against the guy's nature to not go and try to sleep with girls. Like and some girls are wired like that. Like that's a new thing where like a lot of girls are very (laughs) open about that. But like literally any guy that you've heard of, and it's why it's such a big deal. I'll just go back to my like my my church days. They you're so pressed. They like fight sex so hard because guys, we're just literally wired yeah. to have sex. We're horny all the time. That is how we are made. It's, it's evolution. Sure. Your goal is to make your offspring keep going. I agree with that. I agree with that 100. percent But I still think that there is a there is a smaller group of guys who sleep with way more girls but there is a larger group of girls who sleep with a good amount of guys and i think there is a bigger group of guys who you look at like uh um the the category of dudes who just end up not dating anyone until they they find the one in their late 20s 30s like that's that's way more common nowadays than girls girls settle down way easier and i think that there is there you're right about there are some real crap dudes out there who sleep with way more girls than any girl could ever sleep with dudes. But I think that the overall group of girls that sleep with guys is 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 more. I guess I don't, I don't know, know if I would be able to prove that, but I, I that's that's how I feel. I think there's there's you you look at like how girls talk about certain dudes. There's yeah. always a smaller group of dudes who they hate because they're they treat them terribly or they cheat on them. And you look at like there's a much bigger and more prominent group of girls that guys you know can talk about and 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 overall complain about. Okay, here here I will argue your point. Considering I'll just take your fact as true. Let's say that more girls get around than guys. Okay, I can still tell you why, and it's not because there's more bad girls. It's because any girl that wants to sleep with any guy can. If a girl walks up to n- I agree. I'll be generous. 75% of men. That's being generous for men. Mm-hmm. And says, I want to sleep with you tonight. They're saying yes. Correct. 
okay, well, whereas a guy can only go to 25% of the girls' population and sleep with anyone they want. So, by nature, it's going to seem like more girls are sleeping with more guys because any girl that wants to sleep with a guy can go sleep with 75% of men. Any guy that just wants to be a jerk and sleep with every girl on the planet can still only get 25% of them. Okay, but I still think that my point stands that I think that that there are a few a smaller group of guys who have a much larger body count than everyone and a larger group of girls who have a much larger body count than the rest of the guys making it I'm, lopsided in that direction what i'm saying is even if you're right i don't think that that disproves the values argument that more girls have better values because the girls just have more opportunity to sleep with everyone so their number is going to be bigger the ones that have no values because they can sleep with every guy but so you're saying you don't consider that to be a negative value? I do. I'm saying that if 25% of girls have this huge number that's going to be bigger than the number of the guys, but 75% of guys would beat that number if they could. Okay. That, all right. I see what you're saying now. Yeah, that's fair. I think Which is why I think that in terms of sex, men have less values than women. In terms of sex, yes. Yeah. The, the grand picture, I don't think you could ever make any claim one way or the other. No, I don't think so either. But just but in terms of sex, which yeah. is the biggest value of our generation right now, it's the biggest problem that our generation has is the fact that it's just loosey goosey. You can just literally like we have things called sneaky links and Netflix and chill and shit like that, where it's like these people have no intention of ever being in a committed relationship or in a serious relationship, mm-hmm. and they will just go have sex, and then it just taints you for the future. Yes, yeah. there is no uh, and comment if or, or get a hold of me and tell me that I'm wrong. I please. But there is absolutely no way that you can be you can have like a like a friends with benefits situation or some type of hookup situation, other than maybe you know one night stand that you don't catch some type of feeling or some or or or, or build some type of resentment, which is a feeling towards someone, which will then carry over. I think there is absolutely no way. I think that that's where a lot of people get confused too. It's like oh, neither of us caught feelings, but one of you hates the other one. That's still a exactly. feeling. That's exactly. still a feeling, and people don't talk about that enough. It's like you. And it still carries over. And it's really not you're mad at that person. You're really mad at yourself. You're like, why did I do that? Why did I make that decision? That was such a dumb thing. Mm -hmm. And I feel like uh, that's another thing where women probably feel that worse than men. I know that some guys that I know, like, that have values, feel the same way. That, like, why did I do that? That was a stupid decision. Yeah. But I've, and there are, that's another reason where I think, like, men, a lot of guys are just like, yeah, I slept with this person and they don't really care. And that's also a front on some regards because men are supposed to sleep with people and not really care. And it's like against the style of norm to be like, man, I wish I didn't sleep with that girl. Yeah. You know, especially if she's attractive. Like, you know, you should be proud. She's attractive. You slept with that girl. Where in reality, it's like you, you shouldn't have slept with her because that's not the person you're going to spend your life with. And then at some point in time, you're going to be like, why did I do that? Whether it's tomorrow, whether it's in two years, or whether it's in 20 years, you're going to be like, there will be some moment where you're like, that was stupid. Yeah, hundred percent. And and I think nine times out of ten, it's usually, I mean, in the hookup culture we have now, it's probably the next day. We know plenty of dudes who have you know woken up and been like, oh boy, shouldn't have done that. Yeah. And you know, I think that that's that's again the problem with our culture is it's just like there is an acceptance of just like, oh man, you screwed up last night. Like I can't believe you went home with her. And it's joke. It, it, it's a joke. But like in all reality, and and again, we're not perfect at it. We've made, we've done stupid mistakes plenty. 
But like the culture, which I wish was different, is, hey man, that's okay. We'll go out next weekend, find someone else. You know, that's that's what it is. That's what it is. And until that changes and until people really like kind of grasp a more conservative value of of hookups and like translating that into dating and being serious, I don't know I don't know where we're gonna head here. And I don't know where how that changes in any shape because you know, you have women now that feel empowered by having sex. It's their right to have sex. And men are going to have sex if they can have sex. Like, that's just... <laughs> Correct. Like, and this isn't everybody, and I'm not saying that all women feel empowered by having sex and that all women... Because, you know, there are the people that are even better than us that hold their values until they get married and wait until they get married. And I am so freaking jealous of you people. Like, I, I was going to do that, screwed it up. And now, like, you know, I Phil can probably say the same thing. We regret doing that. Like, if you could go back in time and not do anything, I wouldn't, okay, regret's a bad word. Because I do, like, those decisions led me here, and, like, I probably yeah. wouldn't change them going forward. But if I could look my kid in the eye and be like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't sleep with anybody until I married your mom, that would be, like, one of the sickest accomplishments known to man. I agree. And nowadays, the amount that it's, I mean... The insane rarity that that is, too, is I commend anyone that does it, honestly, especially people that are involved in in modern day activities. I mean, it's it's so easy and so common that you have no judgment, no matter what. Like, really, you don't. Yeah, no. I mean, like like you said, if anything, like some guy that, you know, like obviously me and you and our roommates, you know, we're pretty similar values and mm-hmm. we wouldn't deal with this but like if you went to like some guy that you barely knew and you're like hey you know I had you know the sex with that girl over there <laughs> the sex the sexes and uh she was good looking he'd probably be like dude sweet high five and he'd, he'd compliment you like it wouldn't be like yeah. man like are you with her the first question wouldn't even be like are you guys dating are you serious the first be, thing oh, would just yeah. be like oh yeah sick bro yeah no I agree and I wish it was different. I, I, it's not like we don't contribute, you know, we, yeah. we do ignorant stuff too. But, um, I think the moral of the story is when you get to the point where you're done with that culture, you're done with the, um, you know, trying to find someone new every night and hopefully you never get into it. I think you and I did a pretty good job of avoiding that for the most part. Yeah. Um, but I think when you get to that point... I'm even like, going to take out for the most part. Me and you avoided that entirely. That's true. It's very true. It's very true. It, we'll subtle brag ourselves, but... And I think... And, and again, both of us have done stupid things and, and been with people that we, we do regret to where we're like, okay. But look at it in a positive light. At least I do. I think you probably do in the same yeah. way of just like, hey, I learned from it. I learned, I learned exactly what I do and don't want. I learned exactly how to not get... Someone like that. And when you're in this modern dating world where it's just everyone has been with everyone, being able to look and see people's values through that lens, huge. And, and you're going to thank yourself for looking into what you know mistakes you have made and stuff like that. Yeah, and I would definitely, I would definitely say if you are in that world right now, when you get out, it's going to be so much harder to find something real. Because I feel mm-hmm. like... I even struggle a little bit where it's like, you know, I, I I learn stuff now. And so now I see it from an outside perspective, like you said. And I'm like, oh, yeah, like I'm looking for these flags. Like, okay, that person's looking for this. This person's looking for that. 
and I can learn from that now and use it going into future relationships to be like, okay, I, would, I know what the person that I lo- want looks like. Yeah. But at the time, like I didn't see those. And, but from being on the outside perspective, looking at somebody on the inside, I'm going to be like, yeah, that's not something I want. And so anybody that's ever gets past the, you know, I want to be in the hookup culture. I want to settle down and stuff. If they see you still in the hookup culture, that, that you're not going to be an option that they want to go to. Like mm-hmm. if you want to be in the settle down option, get out of the hookup culture. Make a conscious decision to be like, hey, and I'm not saying that you got to be re-virginized or you got to be completely whatever. Celibate, yeah. But make a conscious decision to not be in the hookup culture. Just if you're going to be with somebody, make it someone that you could at least intend on being in a serious relationship with. Yeah, I agree. I I think uh, the best way to kind of top it all off here is just picture yourself in the other person's shoes. And I've done that in the past. If if I'm if I'm with someone or or thinking, okay, maybe maybe I will make this serious. Maybe I'll, you know, this person I'm talking to, I want to date, etc. Picture yourself in their shoes and say, okay, am I treating them the way that I would want to be treated first of all? And would am I the person that I think would own up to the person that you are. And let me try to piece that together so you can understand what I'm saying. When you when you think about yourself as the other person, imagine them looking towards you personally and going, am I, am I on their level? Am I worth their value? And if the question is no, why are you with them? Don't be. Yeah. I agree. Um, definitely, you know, be with somebody that values the same things you value. That's so important. And I think that me and you have both learned from examples in our lives where we didn't follow that advice and it didn't go well for us. Yeah. Listen to your friends. They care about your best interests. Let's be honest here. And your family. And friends, be more vocal about that girl's not worth your time. Yes. That girl doesn't have your values. Yes. Because I've definitely been the friend in scenarios where it's like, um, you know, I should I say something? Should I not say something? And then it ends. Towards me. I've literally done it to Phil. And I, he's just like, I was like, I should have said something. He's like, yeah, you should have. And at the time, it's just like, you don't want to be nosy. But I think having those conversations with the people you're really close with. Now, don't go up to like some, you know, guy you barely know and act like you know his relationship and him yeah. as a person. But I will say like, for example, I won't name a specific name, but one of our friends just got in a relationship and their values are so in line. The people that the guy and the girl that just got together literally couldn't commend him more couldn't have found more of a perfect girl for himself and like just looking at that from the outside and i know that he knows that because he's very intentional about you know how he went about finding a girl Mm -hmm. but from the outside like i can tell i can see it and it's so plain as day not saying that that means it's going to work out for sure not saying that you know it's going to be perfect but it, it has a really good chance because i know from the outside, that they both have similar interests and similar values in mind going yeah. forward in their relationship. And I, I also think that's a conversation you should also have. You know, if you have a friend that that has made that right decision, as as men, we need to start hyping these things up. Like, we don't support, and and this could get into a ri- wide range of topics, but I'm going to keep it fast. We don't we don't show enough support of things that should be the values and the things that we should be doing in our lives. We show support of stupid stuff really we do we show way too we give way too much support and 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 justification that it's right to things that are not not right and not 
really cool or even useful. Yeah. Really focus on hyping people up, giving them positive feedback when they, they are making the right decision. And when, you know, for instance, when Luke didn't give me the positive or the, the feedback about having a, I was in a negative situation, that's very important too. And don't approach it of, you know, hey, you're being dumb. Like, what are you doing? She's terrible or he he's terrible or whatever. Approach it of just like, hey man, what's your thought process? Ask him about it. Tell him your opinion. Long story short, if you're second guessing it, probably down the road when things go rocky, they're going to thank you. They're going to thank yeah. you they had that second opinion. And even if things work out, then you get proved wrong. Done. Right. And I guess we did have the conversation eventually to where, you know, we kind of, I did kind of like that's, and that is how I approached it. We just sat there and we're like, I was like, hey man, like, what are you thinking? And you got pretty honest about like, you know, some things that weren't good and some things that were good. And I was like, those things that aren't good. Those are going to yeah. be some real problems later. <laughs> I know. And, and very, very, very quickly after, I had a conversation with you and said, yeah, man, you know, I'm glad we talked because I was able to open my, you know, eyes and go, yeah. this isn't going to work. This, the, 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 the values don't align and it just, I got to end it. And it, and it, I'm so much happier because we had that conversation, multiple conversations, yeah. but, and I, and I was able to just like, Love is blind, man. Yeah. You can see past it. And if you promise, or I promise you, that if you would approach a conversation with someone that is your true friend and has, probably has values similar to yours, because if not, then, you know, they could get whatever. But if you approach and you're like, hey, you know, I don't think you're making the best decision for yourself, and you you actually have a legitimate case, like you're like, hey, like, I think this happens, and like, I don't know how you feel about that, and you come to it from their perspective, how it affects them. You're never gonna make them mad. Like in the moment, they might be like annoyed, and they're like, "Oh no!" And like, "No, you're stupid." Yeah, don't. And then in like a day, they'll be like, "Hey, man, I saw where you were coming from. This is how I feel about it." Whether it's you know they agree or they disagree, they're not gonna be like upset with you for bringing something to their attention that you think is actually a problem for them. Yeah, they'll they'll understand eventually that it was in your like you were only looking out for the, their best interest. If you're approaching someone with something serious, it shows that you care. If you're not approaching them, it could show that you don't care. Yeah. You don't really care about their well-being. So, I think that's a good place to stop. Yeah, I think we uh we ended up, you know, not going off the rails like we usually do, but we I think we, we we covered some good stuff. We went a little off the rails. We didn't expect to get there. Yeah, it's true. But we meant everything we said. Um, We'll have another one later this week uh, or this weekend. We're going to post one up. um, And uh, we'll probably go off the rails. Let's be honest here. Yeah, most likely. We can't go two in a row without. Yeah, without going absolutely, you know, bouncing off the walls. So if you made it to the end here. We apologize.